you know what that sound means? It's now streaming. Now you gotta ask yourself, did I watch three movies or four? Welcome to Now Streaming. Now Streaming on Now Streaming, where we learn what we are now streaming. I got you for 15 minutes. We're streaming along because it's now streaming time. Anchor has given Davi a penny. It TPYD is a free podcast. This week on Now Streaming. Welcome to another episode of Not the Podcast You Deserve. On this week's Now Streaming, well, each of us will get a chance to talk about stuff we've been streaming. But first, we had some fan interaction via the Twitter sphere. Mailbag, mailbag, mailbag. Does anybody want to guess who? Hey, Kyle, what you got in that bag? Is it Dale? Nobody wanted to guess who. Okay, yeah, it's Dale. Uh, Dale Dale. Dale. Was, uh, was responding to our fantasy sports draft. And he uh, he casted his own team, uh, and I thought you guys might like to hear uh, for coach. He went Al Pacino in any given Sunday, and that wow. speech about every inch was pretty mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, his veteran role went to the Rock in Tooth Fairy. Um, oh my gosh! Wow, wow. <laughs> a sports that movie. Is, that's yeah, digging I deep. Know, I don't know if that one counts. Which reminded me of the Pacifier. Wasn't it the Vin Diesel one? Yeah, he was oh, like, yeah. A, yeah, okay. Drop to the floor, creep, creep, roll around, crawl, 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 stand up, jump to the side. You remember that whole scene where he has to get to mm-hmm. the vault and then dive out of the way before and then hold his breath and then scan his hand? It's almost like mm-hmm. I'm a bigger Vin Diesel fan than y'all are. He is Riddick, so yeah. <laughs> For Dale's rookie pick, he went with Robert Redford in The Natural, which I think is actually a great pick. Mm -hmm. Uh, Love interest, he put Russian dodgeball player in dodgeball. (laughs) And I cannot remember how to say her name, but I'm pretty sure it is outrageous. Uh, And then the lovable goofball, he went with Bobby Boucher from Mm. Waterboy. And I really don't know if that counts, but his team is loaded if, if that stands. If all of those picks stands, then... He might destroy us all, as he said. I will destroy all you all in his in this tweet to us. So, uh, yeah, that's um, that's gonna be a tough one to beat. And, Some good uh, fan interaction, though. I, I appreciate the the time and the the heart it took, you know, to really dig into finding the rock uh, for the tooth fairy. <laughs> that that was, right. was a big. I'm I'm more shocked that he didn't choose Robert Redford from Electric Horseman. Doesn't he like a a rodeo? That's a sport, right? Yeah, I think no. Um, oh. And so <laughs> this, I told you guys last week that I was going to find a way to watch the tragedy of Macbeth, and uh, I did. And uh, the Denzel Washington Francis McDormand movie, uh, directed by Joel Cohen, and mm. I watched it. And nice. I will not suggest that anyone else watch it Ooh. because I always forget. Like it's always, it's. I think the idea of watching a Shakespeare movie is better than actually watching the Shakespeare movie, you know? Because like it's almost like reading, it's almost like watching a foreign film and having to read subtitles because you have to be so focused on what they're saying that you can't really focus on everything else than how they're saying it and what's happening. Um but it was a really interesting uh it was a really interesting portrayal because they uh like it was all shot on a sound stage, but they like it didn't look real. Like you could tell 
that this was shot on the soundstage. And apparently that was what Joel Cohen wanted. He wanted it to look like this is a fantastical, this is not real life. Like he's standing next to like a column in like the, in like the castle. And like, you can tell that's not a real column. (laughs) It doesn't look (laughs) like it it can't be. Um, And that's kind of how all of it was. Uh, So it was interesting. Do you think it's kind of like a, it wants you to feel like you're in a theater seeing it like on stage. That's like, that's this very is much clearly a prop, yeah. Hmm, the, the sets were all much more like what it would be going to see a play than seeing a movie done. Um, so it was interesting. I don't know. It's not for everybody. I'm not sure it was for me, but I thought it would. I'm, I'm glad I did it. It was it was two hours well spent. I might give that a spin because I after watching Dear Evan Hansen, my takeaway was. I like really enjoyed it as a musical and then watching it on like in a movie setting, I was like, Oh, Oh, this is a terrifying story. This is a terrible, <laughs> terrible story. Macbeth is kid. not an easy story either. <laughs> right. And so I, I'm interested to see if having a show in a movie shot as it is almost like a theater, if that's going to be any better or if that's going to give me the same kind of feeling of like, Oh, this is a clearly a theater show that is put on screen. Yeah. Um, I, I liked your comment, Kyle, about liking the idea of seeing a Shakespeare adaptation versus just like watching or you know, reading it. Um, it always sounds great. I think a lot of times, like a true inspired by adaptation, where it's like, hey, this is clearly a Shakespeare story. We've just put a modern twist on it, kind of thing. Those come mm-hmm. better to the screen, right? Um, or if Kenneth Branagh is doing it, he does it pretty well. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I, I cannot with good conscience say you should go watch this movie because I don't think everybody would like it. I'm not sure I liked it, um, <laughs> but I felt like it was one of those things I needed to do because uh, that's one of the most famous plays of all time uh, with two of the greatest actors of all time. So um, yeah, it was a thing that happened and it happened and I'm glad it happened, I think. Uh, I also finished The Witcher 2. Uh, this past mm. week, the season two of The Witcher, and uh, Crawford, have you already finished? Oh yeah, you done? Okay, Drown, have you yeah. caught up on that at all? Uh, I'm not watching The Witcher. I didn't play the video games. I okay, am Witcher list. Uh, in the second or third episode, when the bard is singing his songs and the guy is like congratulating him, then he critiques him. And he's like, "It took me until the fourth verse to find out there was multiple timelines," and I, I cracked up laughing and Me like too. my wife was like shut up and i was like no that's genius it was like i kind of was on the fence about season one i almost stopped two different times but the bard kept bringing me back because i thought he was just great and then when that scene happened i was like nope you this season this show has me for as long as it wants me i will i will come back because of that line that self-awareness is so great and uh something you don't get often uh and then uh I watched uh, Peacemaker, caught up on Peacemaker. Uh, oh, Crawford, yeah. Drew, y'all in on Peacemaker? Oh, yeah, for sure. Dude. James Gunn, thank you so much. <laughs> Dude, oh, my gosh. That shows – I uh, was unsure because Peacemaker was my least favorite part of Suicide Squad. Like, I just didn't like him. And John Cena's, like, weird, like, curvy vein in his arm that's just <laughs> bulging all the time like it really bothers me i don't like looking at it and his character bothered me in suicide squad so i was like Ugh. i don't know i'll give this a try and then it opens up with that dancing that dance scene for the opening credits and i was like i'm in 
<laughs> in. inject this into my veins let's do it james gunn i, I will um, say i had the exact same reaction where uh that first opening scene i was like okay this is pretty funny i'm not sure i'm gonna like the whole season and then i saw the opening credits and i was like if this is the type of energy i'm gonna get from this show all season long i'm in i'm in for yep. sure yep and then finally couldn't sleep last night so at like 2 30 in the morning I threw on Eternals because Drew Allen, this is the <laughs> hill that he's going to die on is that Eternals is good. So I was like, you know what? I can't sleep. Might as well watch Eternals. Might, might as well watch a movie. Should give Eternals a second shot. Mm. And Crawford, I'd like to tell you this, as someone who also didn't like it the first time through, after a second viewing, I still didn't like it. <laughs> but I, I felt like Spider-Man um, on the bridge uh, with Mysterio at the end of Far From Home when he catches the the bullet and he says, you can't trick me anymore. Um, that's kind of how I felt the second time through the movie because I was no longer like expecting grand things or like, you, you know, uh, my expectations were so low because I knew it was going to happen. That I was like, you can't hurt me this time. Like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to let it happen. And, uh, and you know, I, I will see what I can find uh, good this time. And the answer is still not a lot, but uh, I have heard more people, far more people in my life than I would like to that have told me I'm wrong about Eternals. So uh, I think, Crawford, I wanted to kick it to you. Oh, I'm sorry, Drew, go ahead. Yeah, I think my, I'm a big, uh, you know, fan of this YouTube star, uh, Ryan Ari. Have you heard of him? Get out of he here. put it best that every time I see the Eternals, I love it a little bit more. I think people will come around to this movie. Yeah. That's that is why I watched the Eternals last night. I was like, Ryan Aries never wrong, so I'll do it. And I think he might be wrong on this one. He's oh, actually wow. This DC uh, movie takes are actually pretty wild. Um, he and I are very close on our Marvel takes, but DC takes not so much. So Crawford, maybe give the Eternals a shot. Maybe don't. I know you didn't watch Succession, but I heard that I, you watched Don't Look Up. Le, well, okay. First of all, let me address one thing at a time. Uh, <laughs> One, I love that I think Eternals is going to get end up getting more airtime on our show than like any other single movie this year. And it's going to be amazing. 67% of us hated it. <laughs> yeah. And we just won't stop talking about it. Uh, secondly, I've had at least four people in my life tell me that they either fell asleep during that movie or they quit with like 10 minutes to go. They're like, I didn't even care about the end of it anymore. They just turned it off. <laughs> And I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, and people just feel like they want to tell me that because they're like, I know you're an MCU guy. I want you to know I didn't like that movie. I was like, I want you to know. <laughs> I also didn't like that movie. Also. Uh, that's hilarious to me that they're like, hey, you like this stuff, right? I didn't like this one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, let's commiserate together. You want to hear about my other takes? And they're like, no. And I was like, oh, okay. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Um, <laughs> but yes, I have been watching Peacemaker as well with Kyle. Uh Big fan of that. And then I did watch Don't Look Up. And what were your I, thoughts? I loved it. It was fantastic. Right. It was right. very good. I, I texted you guys during the opening title card. I was like, oh my gosh, everybody is in this movie. Yes. Yes. Didn't like, I knew, you know, the heavy hitters, but then I was like, holy crap, they're just like, keep hitting with celebrities. <laughs> yes. uh, Jonah Hill's character is fantastic. He, he makes it. Also, I think I like Timothy Chalamet now. So <laughs> that part was like super unnecessary, but also like 
kind of necessary because it humanized. It, pr- it gave a different yeah. you know, point of view of what's happening. But also, like, they did not need a love story in there. The movie was already too long. Didn't need it. Yeah. You kind of needed I, it. I loved it. Because um, I was kind of like, whatever about him. And then I saw him in Dune and I was like, I think I might like him. And then I saw him in this movie and I was like, I think I like him. So <laughs> we'll see. Uh, but yeah, if you haven't seen Don't Look Up, if you relate to the game like your boy, stop stop waiting go go watch it now um one other show that i i watched and binged uh was called arcane on netflix and i won't spend a lot of time on this because it's a league of legends show and (laughs) if i say the words league of legends and you don't know what i'm talking about don't watch this show uh it's a tv show based off of a computer game if you did play the computer game you should absolutely watch this show uh because it's a lot of fun but if you don't have any context for it you're not going to enjoy it is not the one with zendaya i don't know i don't think so but i've, I've been it. wrong before on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> so many times i might add many many times so you, you, you heard know. the new open right oh i've heard it <laughs> Hurts me every time. That's my, that's my favorite 10 seconds that's ever happened on this podcast. That's <laughs> the worst. You so blatantly butchering that line and then so adamantly telling Drew Allen he was wrong. Well, <laughs> so in my crazy. head, I got it right. So that's <laughs> yeah, what counts. A um, couple other quick things. Uh, I started watching Inside Job on Netflix as well. And it's kind of like a rick and morty type show it's a cartoon the whole idea is that there's a deep state government agency that runs everything like all the conspiracy theories you ever heard of are true and they like run the world they make a cyborg president they have lizard people you know all this stuff (laughs) and it's just just very funny it's just poking fun at everything um it's kind of crude but it is it is pretty funny i'm only a couple episodes in but i'm having a good time Drew with a U, didn't you suggest that or uh, talked about that a couple of uh, weeks ago? Yes. Uh, yeah. I also thoroughly enjoyed Inside Job. Uh, it's like, I think, you said, I think you said it the best. It's a Rick and Morty-esque show. You don't quite have that Justin Roiland effect, but yeah. there's it's meta. Um, it's really aware. The, the deep state government stuff is hilarious. Like what they choose to make real and not real and what they where they go with that is incredible. Cool. Okay. Uh, and then, and then my final thing was I watched the Injustice movie on HBO. Uh, it came out this year, I think, pretty recently, or maybe the end of last year. And it's uh, based off of the video game and the graphic novel, where like Superman goes bad and the Justice League has to like fight him and stuff. Uh, it was not like great, but it was actually pretty entertaining. It was an hour and ten minutes, and uh, it, I had a good time. Some of the animation is like really dark heavy lines so it, like it's there for contrast but it like looks really jarring um but i, I liked the story about it a lot uh, the batman f- on his last leg trying to find a way to beat superman just makes me happy every time <laughs> interesting i'm gonna have to give that a spin yeah so and then uh lastly i'm trying to binge all the sopranos uh i'm just I'm just working You're my back way in, through huh? I'm, I'm working my way through them. So. I thought you bailed. Uh, I got distracted for a little bit. <laughs> you know, you guys yeah. pitch pitch me ideas all the time. I'm trying to keep up. So it's, <laughs> it's hard to balance, you know, how I'm going to fit Don't Look Up in with, you know, six seasons of The Sopranos. So. Or three seasons uh, of Succession. 
Yeah, or that. <laughs> One step wait. at a time. <laughs> I can't wait for 2024 when Crawford's like, hey, have you heard of succession? <laughs> oh yeah. I'm just biding my time. It's gonna be a sweet <laughs> joke when I finally when I finally play that. Uh but that yeah, that's been me for the most part. Uh Drew with a U, what have you been watching? Uh not very much. I too have been busy. Um, but I got a couple that I would love to talk about. The first one is I watched half of the power of the dog. And I'm not sure if I'm gonna make it around for the second half because uh i don't want to understate this but i'm not sure if anything happened in the first hour of that film you're uh, ready for a lot of that in the second half too <laughs> telling you all i know all i know is benedict cumberbatch is kind of an asshole and <laughs> the the son is awkward i mean yeah. like that's essentially the character development that we've gotten so far <laughs> And I, I couldn't tell you one thing about Jesse Plemons' character. I don't know his name in the movie. I don't know. I know him as Jesse Plemons, the actor, not his character. I can't tell you what he does for a living. I, I don't know anything. But it's, it'll probably win all the Oscars. It's the most mind-numbing thing. Like, I don't understand why people like this movie. It's like shot, it. in, shot in 4K. And it's, it, yeah. it's one of those movies where if a character, like, walks into the house, you're going to watch them open the door, close the door, walk through the hallway or put their go back and take their shoes off and then set something down on the table and then yeah. pick up and then it'll cut to them in the dining room and then they'll do like six more things and then they'll sit down to play the piano and then they'll get up and that's the cut and it's the next act we're gonna cut like a month or three months or something forward <laughs> but all you know is it's a black screen with a golden roman numeral of letting you know which yeah. act we're in so yeah, I guess that deserves an Oscar. That's yeah. Uh, I I love your comment of like I didn't understand it at all. I probably won't watch the second half. It'll win all the Oscars. It's like yeah, <laughs> like I like when we can appreciate what's going to win because we just know it will. But you're just like, ah, don't I'm glad you agree with me on that because I started to feel like I was taking crazy pills halfway through that movie, just being like, I don't, I don't know, no. I, don't, I don't get it. Let's celebrate mediocrity. Let's go find a Ford <laughs> Focus and clap around that. Uh, oh, that's funny. No, I, I, I mean, I feel like I'm this far in. I might as well just, just say I can like, oh yeah, I watched that Oscar movie. Yeah. But I'm not gonna like it. I'm not gonna enjoy it. The other movie that I would much rather talk about is uh, a 2007 film that I chose to watch for Martin Luther King Day. It's Denzel Washington directed, Denzel Washington starring the Great Debaters. Have you all seen this movie? It came out a while ago, but no, this, this was a movie that was always on my brother's wall of movies, and I was like, oh. It's a Washington. That looks like a really great movie, but I don't know if I want to watch a movie about a debate team. And so I would just choose the Chronicles of Riddick again, or maybe the last, <laughs> the first night. Uh, but I, I, I'm, I'm like semi sad that I didn't watch it earlier, but I'm also appreciate that I get to see it for the first time, being able to like appreciate it for how good it is. It's, yeah. it does a phenomenal job of like making their characters have like a real life, like the debate, it's about the debate team, but it's also about like being black in the great depression era. And it's like, that's always an over like a theme throughout, but it's not like the big driving force of the story, which makes the debate and those characters so much more rich and that world like lived in that like you feel this fear and there's always this une uneasiness that made me really feel 
like that i was scared for these characters even though they're just on a debate team like going and debating the politics of the day and then you also have denzel washington and forrest whitaker and a handful of other um i'm, I'm sure pretty famous actors and i thoroughly enjoyed my time watching it I've never heard of this. I mean, I would, I would, yeah. uh, where can I find that? Is that streaming somewhere? Uh, yes. I'm trying to remember what I, I streamed it on. I think it was either Netflix or, um, no, it's, I think it's on Amazon prime. Cool. Okay. I'm streaming on Amazon prime and, uh, it's, it's, it was really good. And with, uh, uh, black history month coming around the corner, it might be a great one to queue up. Cool. Well, if you listening at home have anything that we should be streaming, feel free to let us know at ntpydpodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at ntpydpodcast. Stick around for the next episode of Not the Podcast You Deserve as we do a bracket of the 16 greatest Disney movies. Next. Next.